Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. And I thought last week was the longest week ever. You held that crown momentarily last week. This week, definitely the longest week ever. Closing out on a Friday, the Mark Aram Show with you till 8 and the p.m. I'm sure you're exhausted if, if you are either going to work every day like we are or you're at home, self-quarantined, working from home with the kids. You've got to be exhausted as well. This week is just so, so long. The difference is, I guess, for people like me and Deb Green and Longoria and, and Chuck is we actually can differentiate what the weekend is, Right. Like, this is our, at the end of our work week. Well, not for me, but yes, well, there's for, an for, end. Yeah. yeah, so, like, I'm very excited that the weekend starts tomorrow, right? I don't have to come in and do the uh, the double shift. Um, but, oh, my goodness. Are you guys exhausted as I am? <sighs> Mentally, physically? Yes, both. Just, just talking about that. Yeah, it, I'm, I mean, I'm always wiped out at the end of the week, but more so today. Like, I'm on my fourth cup of coffee since 3 p.m. Like, I'm just chugging this stuff because I'm trying to stay awake and do the best show as possible but, man, what a long, long week. Um, I want to discuss uh, what you're telling your kids about the coronavirus. But I had this. I'm so tired, my mind wanders. You guys get that when you're exhausted, <laughs> oh, yeah. your mind? Oh, yeah. It does it anyway. Now so you're I, tired. I had this, like, daydream. And I, I, I pictured this fictitious family. Yeah. We'll say uh, there's two sons, David and Michael. Okay? <laughs> okay. All right. David's a high-powered attorney. Works at uh, a big law firm downtown, King and Spalding, something like that. Very successful, right? David's just monstrously successful. Got it together. Got it together. Been the parents' favorite for years. And then Michael is like the black sheep of the family. Like David's uh, went to Harvard Law, makes you know huge six figure salary. Michael dropped out of school, you know, dabbled in drugs, got into trouble with the law sometime, and. And now he's working at, uh, he's delivering pizzas for Domino's, right? So his whole life, Michael's been like, oh, my, my brother David gets all the love and affection from mom, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, well, it's so annoying. That'd but... be how my little brother feels. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, so I was about to ask you, so are you, con- are you considered the successful brother, Chuck? No. No? All right. Not even so close. you relate to Michael in this story. Oh, uh, yeah, most all right. definitely. So you'll appreciate this. So and I'm having this vision. I don't know where this came from, but COVID-19, the coronavirus hits, right? And David, the successful guy, has to self-quarantine, can't come to work. He's non-essential. Michael, who's delivering pies for Domino's, <laughs> is an essential worker. So I, I'm envisioning this phone call like... Michael's calling his mom. We'll call the mom Sally. Ding, ding. Hello? <laughs> hey, Mom, it's Mike. Oh, hello, Michael. How are you? Well, you know, I'm an essential worker. I'm, I'm out here, you know, 
We got these two for uh, $15 pie deliveries. <laughs> the government says I'm essential. Blah, blah. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Michael. That's it. I just gave her an accent all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing, Michael. I can't believe it. You're so, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, what's my uh, slacker brother Dave doing? Oh, he's home with the kids, you know. No one needs him anymore. <laughs> no one needs him. I don't, that's, like, that's the crazy stuff that's going through my head right now. You are like, tired. I'm, env- I'm envisioning nap, these, like, yeah. like, how twisted the world has become now, where, where Michael was, like, his whole life he's been looking, yeah. like, just looked down on by his whole family. And now he's, like, I'm empowered. I'm, I'm allowed I'm to go out. Worker. I'm an essential worker. I'm allowed to go out. And my... my D-bag brother, David, oh. who always got all the love and affection, man, Harvard Law. And now he... he... David's got to order a pie, and it's my... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you can't leave the house, David? Oh, I'll man. I'll get it for you, bro. Poor little guy. I got you. You want me, to, want me to run to Quick Trip? You want a soda? Oh, I know. You're not important, David. I get... Anyway, that's what's going through my life. These little family scenarios where the world's been turned upside down, right? Where, where people that were... You know, I went to Walmart today. I had a great experience at Walmart. But the people that are working at Walmart, they're essential. Oh, yeah. And you know they have a cousin that is like, um, I don't know, an assistant principal somewhere. Or like (laughs) a very real estate agent. (laughs) Like, oh, multi-million dollar seller. Cynthia, and then and then her then her cousin <laughs> Stacy's at at Walmart, and she's an essential employee. Like I don't know why I think that's so amazing, but I, <laughs> now, now you got me going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. exactly. More examples. Exactly. Like the guy that uh, I went to Publix yesterday, the guy that bagged up my fried chicken. He's essential. Yeah, you right. know his cousin Frank, yeah. who is uh, give me another really good job, an insurance agent. <laughs> yeah. Frank Frank is a top-selling insurance agent. Makes a ton of money. They're like, yeah, Frank, don't even come in. We, yeah, we, you we, can stay home, You're Frank. useless right now. There's <laughs> nothing to do. But his, but his cousin is making my three-piece meal. He's essential. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's real weird to think about. Like, I bet that's going on all over the place right now. I wonder if there's people like the the Davids that I met, the lawyers and sure. the, the, the big real estate agent people. I wonder if they're having, like, self-reflection. Like, oh, man, am I... Yeah, I'm sure in their real in their multi million yeah, yeah. dollar house. <laughs> well, I, don't know. Really I should be a pizza life. man. Yeah. No, so yeah, like, really oh, I guess pies. I guess what I do doesn't really matter at the end of the I, day. I not think, maybe not yet. Maybe six yeah. weeks in they'll yeah, start. Give it a little well, bit now, now they're you making them think that. Yeah. They're still very comforted by their money. Yeah, true. Maybe six weeks in, they're like, "What am I doing with my life? Why am I selling real estate? I should have been a nurse. I should have been an EMT." <laughs> I should have sold pies. I should I should have been a delivery driver. So anyway, that's what that's how deep I am off the cliff right now with this coronavirus. But I do want I do want to that's not how I want to start the show. I want to start the show because I don't have kids, but I know a lot of you do. And I remember uh do you have a, a, a particularly bad memory from childhood Longoria? Something that sticks out in your mind? Wow. Not uh, to put you on the spot. Yeah, or Deb know. or Chuck. Do you guys have a particularly bad memory? The multiple times my brother tried to kill me. Like, he right. stabbed me in my eye. <laughs> oh, yeah, he pushed me off a wall. That, my tooth those are, went, yeah, through, those yeah. are bad memories. Yes. I think the worst memory I have as a kid was my when my grandfather died, and I came home. I was I went to the movies. I was like 10 or 11. I was like, oh, I was so excited to have the movies. I, I was about to tell my parents all about the movie, and I came in, and they were crying. And I'm like, what happened? Their like, grandpa died. Like, that moment in time is just frozen yeah. right now. So I'm thinking of like moments from childhood that stay with you, and I, I, I got to believe that for younger kids, what's going on right now is going to stay with them forever. So I would imagine for kids, I don't know, ages three and up, 
Like this is if it's not traumatizing yet, they've got to be wondering like it's going to get that point where why are mom and dad always home? Why can't we go to the movies? Why why did you have to cancel my birthday party? What are you telling your kids about coronavirus? Longoria, you've got two daughters ages blank and blank. Yes, uh, four and seven. I knew that. I was just quizzing yeah. you. Um, so I so, had to think about it too. So me. what, like, how are you? What are you telling um, your kids about well, the school? Ca- I'm, the little one, they didn't really. I don't think they told her much anything. Um, but in grade school, Lily, the older one, they 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 explained it to her at school, I believe, and told her what was going on and that kind of stuff. She asked me about it, but you know, I want I want them to be more just thinking about kids stuff right now. They don't need to be thinking about all this adult stuff. So I just told her, hey, just leave it up to mommy and daddy. We'll worry about it. You don't worry about anything, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. I, they, I'm sure they ask Leslie questions. They're with her more throughout the day than I am. So but so the, you haven't had a conversation like this is this is. No. Yeah. I mean, they, they understand what it is. And and you but know. how do you how do you do you say, hey, this is what's going on. It's there, there's this this sickness going yeah, around. Yeah, I'm just saying they don't want us to go out because they don't want everybody to get sick. Or, you know, mamma yeah. is, you know, my mother-in-law is. You know, we don't want to get her sick, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and they hear enough about it, and they know what's going on and that kind of stuff. The little one really could care less, you know. I think she's more tired of us just being confined to the house, you yeah. know. Uh, but she doesn't care about it, you know, much. about. She doesn't know coronavirus. She just okay. knows the name. Like, so she'll be like, I'm tired of corona. It's not you know? an issue yet. No, no, uh, not yet. No. And at Chuck, I would imagine your daughter's too young, right, like to even know what's going on <laughs> yeah, in the world. She's too. Yeah. yeah she, she has no idea. She has no idea, but she, she knows. She it's great. Because <laughs> Dad's home all the time. Mom's so home all play, the time. Yeah. Dad's home all the time. So are they, well, I guess with you, Longor, you're out to work. Are they, are they, are they, curious that mom is home now all the time uh yeah well well, yeah i mean they're bugging her uh so they're kind of enjoying it but you know like when i went home came to work yesterday they were like oh don't leave don't leave you know so they kind of know that i'm the only one leaving the house you know i'm you're essential look at that well there you go right in your home for for how long you been with your wife 20 years yeah for 20 years she's been the important one (laughs) she's been the uh, you know the breadwinner and the 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 shining star of the Longoria household, and now you're the essential one. I'm the one that has to go out. Yeah. So you just walk. We come home at night. You throw the throw your uh, jacket on the floor. And be like <laughs> he's got slippers on a pipe. Yeah. And smoking yeah. Jack waiting when he gets there. You're treating her like Edith Bunker. <laughs> I am drink. I am drinking more though. Yeah. And, <laughs> like pretty much every. I'm turning to Chuck every so, time I go home. Well, nice. I, you know, I have not had a drop of liquor what? since coronavirus. Yeah, I'm going to change that Filled tonight. A yeah. I've got a, I got a bottle that's, of Johnny Walker why. Black sitting there. Yeah. And I can only imagine what kind of stories I'll think of after I get a couple <laughs> of fingers of that. So uh, the, the question to start off the show tonight, what are you telling your kids or grandkids about this? Because, I, I, I mean, at this point, they've got to be wondering and asking, like, what the hell's going on? Why can't we go to the movies? Why can't we do things we normally do? Why are you home all the time? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. What are you telling your children about coronavirus. Jebediah joins us in coming. Jebediah, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, my friend? Doing well. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Not much. I didn't know uh, there was a specific uh, containment of types of calls that you were accepting tonight. I just called. Um, So I had a question about the restaurant industry. Okay. Um, Like how many restaurants are doing gift card promotions? Because I feel if like around Christmas time, a lot of gift cards are being offered at like 20% off. And I'm wondering if those promotions would help bring in more money. 
I think it's a restaurant-by-restaurant basis. Um, Right. I think you'd have to call your individual restaurant. So my buddy Mirko from Mirko Pasta, um, they are doing – this is pretty cool. So you you remember they – he uh, catered the Mark Aram Show listener lunch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you go to the grocery store, like, all the spaghetti's gone. Like, the noodles are all sold. They're making fresh pasta, and they're going to sell it. They're just selling it at the Mirko location. Oh, nice. And it's, like, 10% off all to-go and curbside orders. So I, th- I just think you have to check with your regular restaurant. I know La Grotta, the Italian restaurant I mentioned yesterday, if you buy a gift card now, uh, all of that money is going to their their employees that are, are furloughed right now. So they've already sold $50,000 worth of gift cards. Unbelievable number, by the way. And they are giving that money to their waiters and the cooks and, and all that stuff. So I think it's a case-by-case basis. Uh, speaking of restaurants, shout-out to uh, Shalabi at the Howell Mill Arby's. Big fan of the show. I went in there before the show today, and he's like, Oh, my God, Longoria, Deb Green, low tea. Little Sanjay, uh, what are you telling your kid? I, I made up the little Sanjay part. Uh, but uh, Shalabi, very nice guy at the Arby's drive through on Howell Mill. Uh, what are you telling your kids about coronavirus? And are they starting to get a little worried? 404-872-0750-1800-972-8255. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Isolation continues because of coronavirus, COVID-19. Coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Man, nah, 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 nah. I'm calling it by scientific name. Snowflakes. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. 404-872-0750. Are your kids now questioning what the hell is going on in the world? And what are you telling the youngsters about coronavirus? George joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, George, what's going on? Hey, man. Love, love to talk to you. Love calling in. I hate to call on such a negative note, though, but... Uh... I just want to real quick tell you one thing you were talking about. There's a restaurant in Peachtree City. I won't name them. Let's tell them that their business has just been decimated by this. But they're selling beef and chicken and uh, other things to other people because the rest, the, the uh, grocery stores are out. And so they're just doing a great job with that. And they're just trying to do what they can to make it. And so are you saying so restaurants are, restaurants are selling the uh, the beef and the chicken? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. There was one restaurant that was selling cartons of eggs. Yeah, they're basically selling their stock since they can't have people come in. Exactly. So it's like a secondary grocery store. And I th- I actually think Mirko, I mentioned, I think he's giving away free toilet paper. if you, Because uh, they've got all this toilet paper. No one can come in and use their facility. So they're like just adding it into an order. You, you order a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs, you get toilet paper in Longoria. Ann is up next to the Mark Aram Show. And real quick, buddy, what do you have? Hi, how are you? Hey, Ann. I'm calling. I have uh, two children, and I have canceled two birthday parties this week. They're just a couple of days apart. Heartbreaking. Um, my, yes. My older one, though, he was nine, and he said he just didn't want his friends to get sick, and he completely understood. Oh, that's um, so, so sweet. Was, I'm just worried about the, I mean, yeah, like a four- or five-year-old right now. If, if they can't leave the house for a month, what what's that going to do long-term? How it might impact them. What are you telling your children about coronavirus as this thing drags on? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Hey there, this is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. 638, 78 degrees on Peachtree Street. Seven and a half on The Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Hopefully... The hot weather will start killing the coronavirus, COVID-19, as we continue our coverage here on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk, asking what you are telling your kids 
the youngins about the uh, coronavirus and and how it's impacting your life and trying to explain to them what's going on. I, I asked Longoria, and, and I don't know if he failed miserably telling his kids or if I failed miserably asking him, but I want to get a better parent in studio <laughs> from our sister station, B98.5. <laughs> He's on the air right now, Chris Santotti time. Chris, how are you, my friend? Yeah, yeah, radio professional. Turn your mic on. There we go. I don't know. Do you have someone in the B98 studio that turns your mic on for you? Yeah. Oh, excellent. you got to get over there sometime. So, Chris, uh, while Chris is not playing the best of the 80s, 90s, and today on B98.5 FM, he is a father of two, a 13-year-old and 11-year-old boy. And as coronavirus stretches out now and the kids are stuck at home, have you had the conversation with him and explained to him what's going on and, and are the kids at all worried about what's going on. Uh, I don't think they're worried just yet because we haven't freaked out about it. We're not, you know, running around going, oh, my God, the sky's yeah, yeah. falling, things like that. Uh, they know, especially my 13-year-old, knows way more about this than I do at this okay. point in time. He's been tracking it uh, for weeks now, and he'd tell me every night, he'd be like, look, there's this many cases here. It's oh, happening wow. here. So he's been kind of, you know, watching what's going on. They're smarter now than than you or I were. Sure, when, 100%. You know, we're in eighth grade. Uh, so they know a lot more than we, than, than I know sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the younger one, I think, is a little oblivious to it, and I think that's by choice or his choice. Yeah, uh, he knows what's going on. He also knows he's not going to school. Uh, he's getting carte blanche on the Xbox. I didn't think about that. You know, and you <laughs> they're know, not panicking; they're loving it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they they can't go places. That's the thing that's hard for them. Because my oldest today was like, "Can I go to so and so's house?" And I'm like, "Dude, you you can't go." Yeah, to your friend's house and hang out. It's you know, we got to stay here. We got to be in the house with just the family. Yeah. It's like the family. I'm tired of you guys. <laughs> so, but they, there's no level of panic with the kids. No, I think they're old enough to. They're old enough. Yeah. And if they were a little bit younger, I might worry a little bit more. It might be something that they'd be like, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, as we progress and if things don't start to change and pick up over the next you know, week or two, yeah. I think then you start having a more serious conversation and, you know, hey, this could happen, that could happen. And uh, and even more than getting sick, they see the 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 stock market. Yeah, you know, they see what's happening there. They see that people are losing jobs and money's going away, and they worry about that. They worry about the uh, tooth fairy. What's, well, what's going to be under my pillow? Well, that and are they going to get the new bike for their birthday, or what's Christmas going to be like? Not not to change the subject and get on a serious question, but truthfully, how long have you been at B ninety eight now? Almost a year. Is that the most you've ever talked on the radio in the last year, <laughs> what you just did right now? At, at once, at, yeah, one yeah, time. time. All right. Yes, that was Chris it. is the king of the 20 seconds and out. Hit that post. Uh, give us a preview. What's coming up on B98? we got some Phil Collins. Uh, no, we've got the traffic in about one minute. So All right, right, run back there. over there. Get out of there. All right, Chris Santori from uh, B98.5. So uh, I guess the, the main lesson learned here, Longoria, is that uh, radio guys are just bad parents because Chris isn't doing anything. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, no, I, mean, I want to hear from real parents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Derek's in Kennesaw. Derek, what are you telling your kids about coronavirus? Um, well, I actually haven't had to tell my daughter anything really different. We um, we homeschool her. Um, my wife is an online retailer. She works for an online retail company, and um, I'm in a management with um, uh, with an auto parts dealer. So, How old are your kids? Yeah, I'm actually quite, well, uh, just 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 my daughter. She's five. Oh, so she might be uh, young enough to not know exactly like things are different now, severely different. N- no, and plus, I mean, like I said, homeschooled. Um, nothing's really changed for us. I mean, I go to work. Yeah, uh, she stays home with mom and and does her thing, and that's really good. Because I, I remember, I mean, when I was five, 
like I don't know about you guys, but what, what was I scared of? The boogeyman, right? I mean, that was the like what's in, yeah, what's yeah. what's under my bed? What's in the closet? Uh, like like fantasy things that made me scared. Not real world things that maybe you know there was I wasn't a five year old worried about uh, the Cold War, you know I probably <laughs> yeah, should have not. been, yeah, yeah. Uh, considering we had fallout shelters yeah. in my elementary school. But I, there was it was nothing real world that scared me. It was the boogeyman that scared me. Hulk. I was I always had nightmares that the Hulk would burst through my door. Really? Yeah. Not like the, the Kool Aid Man. Not the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> the, the Hulk. Like that scares that show scared me as a kid. Oh yeah. Like, yeah when no, the Hulk was, would transform. Really? Yeah. I would have nightmares about the Hulk yeah. busting through my door, be like, ah, and like picking me up and throw me down. But I never Lou had. Ferrigno was an intimidating uh, man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rhonda's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Rhonda. Hey, Mark. I am a truck driver, and my son is 29, so I don't have to worry about that. But this whole thing about being uh, on lockdown, I'm not seeing it because I drive down to Valdosta, and I've seen license plates from almost all 50 states out on the interstate today. That's, so. You know what's interesting? So I was, and, and now I guess the biggest news is state of New York uh, and state of California going on these the lockdowns, right? Like not f- hard lockdowns, but if, if you're not an essential employee, you, don't, you shouldn't be leaving the house. And I had been taking comfort in the fact over the last two weeks that, well, if push comes to shove— I can I can just hop in my car and drive up to my parents' house. You know, like I have that freedom. I can hop on a plane and go to uh, Jamaica. Not that I would do that, but but now there's no international travel, and in some states, you sh- unless you're essential, you can't leave the house. So I'm starting to feel a little more um, constricted, constricted, a little more claustrophobic about the situation because that's always been my default. Well, if blank hits the fan. I can go just drive up and, and make sure my parents are all right. We're getting a couple of steps closer to where that might not be a feasible thing. It's not feasible me for me to uh, hop on a plane and uh, fly to Aruba to wait this out. No international travel. So I'm getting a little, it's more constrictive. I'm getting a little more claustrophobic with all the closures. And I don't think we're done. I think, I don't think the state of Georgia is going to go on a, on a tight closure like that. But I can see Metro Atlanta. You know, we're seeing the others. We're seeing the city of Atlanta now and Alpharetta and Roswell and Smyrna, like, really clamping down on what can be open. I, I think in Metro Atlanta, things can get more constrictive here. Uh, we'll come back with more recalls. What are you telling your kids about coronavirus, COVID-19? 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. Breaking news. You heard from Chris Chandler. Uh, a member of the office of Vice President Pence has tested positive for coronavirus. Now this from Fox News, a Fox business colleague is what they're saying, has tested uh, positive for coronavirus COVID-19 as well. Interesting. The vice president puts out a a press release. Fox News puts out a press release and they call it coronavirus COVID-19. Interesting. No Wuhan flu or Chinese flu or Kung flu. Interesting what adults call it. Interesting. Uh, We're going to get back to your calls in just a second. Uh, But before we do that, Alex Williams joining us from the traffic team. Alex Williams, a stalwart member, an essential employee. Like a month ago, Chuck, who would have thought that Alex Williams was an essential employee here in the building? But here he is in the flesh. He knows traffic. He doesn't know food. That's why we play Does Alex Williams Know This Food? 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 That boy don't know what that is. I'm confident you're going to get this one today, Alex. I do say it every time. The food tonight. What are capers? What are capers, Alex Williams? 
Isn't it like a type of like pea? <laughs> Something? No? I'm gonna give it to him. I mean, it looks like was, a pea. What's the, uh, yeah, it looks like a pea. It, it's, uh, their peas are better. I hate capers. Uh, keepers are immature flower buds from the uh, Capitus spinosa, a.k.a. the caper bush. They're so good. They're like, I they're hate like, them. Little, but they're like little pickles. That's what yeah, they're... Yeah, they're a little yeah. salty. Oh, I love them. You like put them on, like, I think I've heard they're of like, them on like pasta or something. Yes, yeah. that's okay. why yeah. I picked it. Because you love pasta. I do love Salmon, pasta. they're disgusting. I don't you don't know. like them, really? No. I can't take a lot of them, but you I mean... You put them on like, bagels, it's disgusting. I probably had them and didn't even know. All right, I'm going to give Alex Williams. They're like little peas. That was close oh, enough. that was good. good for you. He didn't guess like a fish, you know, or a pasta. So we'll give you... You're in the same family. You had it as a produce item. It's closer than I usually am. Yeah, there you go. Alex Williams <laughs> did know that food. Thanks, Alex. Uh, go back to your quarantine now. George is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, George, what's going on, buddy? Hey, sorry I got cut off earlier. <clears throat> a couple things. I have a we have a small business. I had an employee that tested positive two weeks ago, but 14 days today, and nobody's sick at work. But So we all had to not be able to see our kids and grandkids. Oh, wow. Which is kind of tough. So shout out to all them. <clears throat> the other thing is, you know, our my sons uh, are older. But I've got one in college that uh, he's out of state and he uh, want to come home this weekend. I didn't know why, but I just I'm concerned he may think we may not make it. Um, Unbelievable! What's I'll just going leave, on? I'll just leave it at that. So my my uh, my fiance just texted me someone that she used to work with uh, passed away today because of the coronavirus. And I'm assuming it's in Georgia. The cases are there. It's spreading. It's spreading. This it's unlike anything we've ever seen in our lifetime, Longoria. Uh, Samantha's in Gainesville. Samantha, what are you telling your kids about coronavirus? Hey there. Um, so I don't have a kid, but I do have a uh, special friend, Chris. He's uh, kind of developmentally disabled, mm-hmm. a little bit delayed, and poor guy's just terrified. Oh, how um, old? Uh, he's, he's about 22, okay. uh, 20, I think. Um, I, I try to help. He's, at, he's, he's just really scared. So what I've been trying to help him with, um, I've been telling him that actually uh, Thanos from, from Marvel and the Avengers has teamed up with Ant-Man and He's basically out to get everyone. So I got him some Iron Man themed soap. So he's just washing his hands constantly, trying to playing trying the, to help the, the superhero card. The that's actually not a smart. That's a, that's a really smart idea, Samantha. Because if you're looking at, you know, I remember when I, you know, when you're five or four or five years old, your kids like they probably hate washing their hands, Longoria. They hate brushing their teeth. Oh yeah. If you if you they play, love flossing because of you because of me. <laughs> if you play the superhero card and you get Black Panther or uh, Iron Man to do a video like, hey kids, it's Iron Man. You want to fight this bad disease, this b- bad virus? Wash your fight hands. Fight this plaque. Fight this, yeah. <laughs> fight this plaque. Uh, just don't have uh, Lou Ferrigno do it because the kids will be scared out of their freaking minds. I still have nightmares about Lou Ferrigno. Well, we come back more of your calls and a toilet paper update. We've got an official toilet paper desk manned by Deb Green. We'll get that update next on the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram show on uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 coverage continuing here in Metro Atlanta. My whole family with me tonight on the show, Deborah Green, the stalwart producer, executive producer of the Mark Aram show, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, Loti Chuck, 
screens your calls. We are continuing our coronavirus coverage here. I'm asking the question, and I asked Longoria, who's got a seven and a four-year-old. Um, as a kid, I mean, this 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 type of a situation can, I would think, leave lasting damage, or uh, not damage, but leave a lasting impact on a child, right? I'm trying to think the most... Uh, Memorable, bad, memorable day when I was a kid was when I came home from the movies and my parents were crying and my gra- I found out my grandfather had died. And I, I still remember every second of that uh, day. And I can only imagine what the kids these days are doing. Unfortunately, Longoria couldn't offer much insight on what he's doing to his well, kids. I, I guess I didn't answer your question the way you wanted me well, to no, answer I just, uh, Well, you're like, well, they told him at school. Well, like, they did. <laughs> they pretty much explained it to him. Understood. I mean, they so, some questions. So asking you, what are you telling your kids about coronavirus? Letting them know, because they have to know something's up. Why are mom and dad both home? Why was my birthday party canceled? Why can't I go to the bowling alley? Why can't I go to Sally's house to play? Why can't I have a sleepover at Frank's? Um, and I just want to know how you are approaching this with your children. 404 872 750 1-800-972-8255. The big updates in the last couple of minutes. A member of uh, Vice President Pence's team has tested positive for coronavirus, and someone at the Fox Business Channel has tested positive. The numbers keep climbing. Deaths keep climbing. And... Uh, most of America is just trying to hunker down. The one item we are all trying to get, though, and every store I went to in the last two days, including Walmarts, Publix, et cetera, the only item that wasn't on the shelf was toilet paper. So we're going to do it a special segment every night. It's a toilet paper update with Deborah Green. We don't have a sounder yet, but we'll get an intro made. Uh, mm. Toilet paper. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was... we'll, we'll use that one. Toilet paper. We'll save that. What's the latest on the toilet paper front, Deb Green? Oh, right. Well, if you ended up stockpiling a bunch of toilet paper from Costco and then you realize, I don't have any place to put it now, yes. they will not accept any returns. They're not accepting returns. So on- if magically the coronavirus gets cured tomorrow yep. and you're stuck with 900 rolls of toilet paper, mm-hmm. Costco says... Nope, can't bring it back. No cannot- cleaning supplies, no hand sanitizers, you're stuck with That's it. That's a brilliant move by Costco. I want other retailers to do that because, I th- I mean, I'm sure people that were buying like gallons uh every hand sanitizer mm-hmm. jar that was out there we're thinking oh if i don't use it i'll bring it back nope that i love that good on costco good on good on you guys what All else right. in the toilet paper world buddy police in north carolina pulled over a semi truck filled with eighteen thousand pounds of stolen toilet paper this was meant to go to an office complex yeah and then the shipment went missing they noticed the truck and they were able to follow it, pull it over, and retrieve all the toilet paper. So it will be going back to the office. However, I think the office is now closed. That's that's a remark. That's how strange the world is right now. That toilet paper became a stealable commodity. A semi's worth. Yeah, like like there was a criminal syndicate that had a meeting. I'm assuming. I don't know how <laughs> the that mafia, works. The mafia, the toilet yeah. paper mafia. They said, "What's what's the hot product right now?" You know. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago, it was Beanie Babies. Let's steal a truck of Beanie Babies. You can never predict the hot commodity. Right now, it's toilet paper, Chuck. I didn't go buy toilet paper because yeah. I'm normal. Yeah. <laughs> Just choose my regular amount. Yeah. We're running a little low. Five places we went today. Three Nothing. grocery stores, two big box stores. Nothing. Wow. I know. I, I Nothing. Thought, I was thankfully, so... I finally got mad about that now. Yeah. Because I'm like, so, really? So thankfully, my fiance was able to get a jumbo pack. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, it's like 12 rolls. Like yeah. that's good for two of us. Yes. That's yeah. going to be fine for a while. But in the back of my mind, I'm going to give this to you, Chuck. There's plenty here. 
Like, I know, right? There's, there's this building normally houses 400 people. There's oh, yeah. eight people now. Yeah, we've got plenty of toilet we, we paper. We do. I, I, yeah. But I, I won't have to drive so, all the way down here to go to the bathroom. No, so, no, I'm saying take it. I'm saying oh, t- just be oh, sly. Okay. No, Wait, I'm, even, he have I'm giving you permission. I do. I have two packs at home. Two packs. Yes. Uh, two, well, I don't know. I mean, it. it's probably about the same amount as yours. What? How many did you say you had? Like two, twelve rolls. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you, he's, got, he's got. He's got. I have no idea. But here, <laughs> as as a pillar of the <laughs> community, that. as the longest as an standing, essential worker, as an essential <laughs> worker, you're making that call. Huh? As the longest, I get, I'm in the building right now. I'm the longest. Yeah. Employee in the building right now. Yeah. I have the most tenure of anyone yeah. that's here. You have my blessing. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's, only gonna take one because that's all I need. It's I'm not, not good. Heated. I'm not gonna lie to you. The toilet paper here is not good. Listen, when you're don't when you you're running down to, to nothing, get it out? huh? Don't you need I a got, key to get it? No, no, I'll get it for him. Oh, okay. I got, I got. <laughs> He's got the hookup. Yeah, I got the hookup. Hector's back. I got the boss. But anyway, like that's <laughs> like the the crime family had a meeting. They're like, yeah. we can move this. We can buy. We can steal the toilet paper and sell for what? Five bucks a roll? Easily. That's amazing how the how much the world has changed. That now. Criminals are like, oh, toilet paper. What else do we have on the toilet paper front? Well, before you go stealing anything else from the office, Procter & Gamble has been deemed an essential building, so they'll be able to stay open and keep production of toilet paper because they know everyone's running low, so they're upping production at Procter & Gamble. And they're the ones that make the uh, Charmin with the extra quilting or whatever, so it's the good toilet paper. So they're deemed an essential workplace. I understand. And they're they're cranking out 24-7, yep, right? They've, they've increased production. That's amazing. Like, that was probably, no, no Again, pun intended. saving jobs. No pun intended, but that was probably a cushy job working <laughs> in the toilet paper factory. Like, you punch it at 9, you punch out at 5. Yeah. All right, the machines are doing most of the work. Now it's like uh, DEFCON 3, and they got 24-7 operation now. They're like, come on, we need more two-ply. <laughs> like, what a, what a strange change of jobs that is. Like, this guy's got like a month left till retirement. He's 64. He's like, oh, I just got to mail it in for another month. And now he's, he's working 18-hour shifts, getting that Charmin Ultra. Anything else on All toilet? right, one last story. If you're wondering just how much toilet paper you're going to need during this clampdown, there is an app available. You can download the app Got Paper, type in a couple of things. It'll tell you how much a regular person should need for a certain amount of time. So it doesn't tell you where paper is. It just no, tells you how much t- you need. No, but if you can only find like a four-pack, you know, yeah. it should tell you this is how much you will need. So you don't go out and, and buy a pallet's worth. Interesting. And I think restaurants should that. So here in Atlanta, all the restaurants are closed. They can only do to-go orders. And I, I've worked in restaurants before. And you have the supply closet there. And there's like 2,000 rolls of toilet paper. Uh, my buddy Mirko at Mirko Pasta, if you buy, uh, if you come up to the window, the takeout window, and you buy... Uh, spaghetti and meatballs, he's giving you a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> really? Yeah. So if you're really struggling, go get a lasagna and you get a, a roll of Normally toilet Normally that wouldn't work, right? If you went to a restaurant and they handed you toilet paper, you'd be like, oh, I don't know if I want to eat this. Uh, am, I, am I expecting something? Yeah, exactly. But this is uh, different. No, so maybe so. other restaurants, because if you can't have customers come in to use your facilities, you're sitting on all this toilet paper. You know, make a deal. Buy two enchiladas, get a roll of toilet paper. There you go. Deb Green from the Toilet Paper Desk. Well, I'll work on that. Uh, Tanya is up on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Tanya, what's going on? It's Anya. Hey. Hey, Anya. Um, hey. Um, so I'm the pickle soup lady. I don't know if you remember a while ago you had discussion on your Facebook about food. And I said that pickle soup is my favorite and you and a bunch of oh. people jump on me for <laughs> That's right. Pickle soup. I'd never heard of such a thing. <laughs> it's delicious. Anyway. Um, so I have a eight year old and 13 year old girls. So my eight year old, uh, she doesn't understand why all of a sudden she cannot have sleepovers with her friends. 
So that's a struggle we're facing every day. So what have, what have you that, told her when uh, she says, I, why can't I have a sleepover, Mom? What do you tell her? Do well, you... okay. So my mom, who is visiting from Poland right now, she uh, her lungs are compromised. So if she gets the disease, she's dead. Uh, so we're telling her that Babcha cannot get sick. Uh, we don't get into details. We just say we have to wash hands. We have to eliminate the kids coming in and out because we have to keep Babcha, which means grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to keep her safe. So she kind of gets it, but not really. Uh, my 13-year-old, she understands and um, she understands more than, um, you know. I hope uh, so, yeah. I guess we... We want her to the point that she now now come and she sleeps with me every night. Aww. She is she's freaking out, which I like the part that she now wants mommy again. <laughs> yeah, but sure. She is freaking out completely. Well, it's, it's got to be a fine line. Go. So, uh, and again, I'm not a parent, and that's probably a good thing. But I think it's got to be a fine line where you have to be comforting, right? Especially at that age, at 13, like there, that's on the verge of yeah, yeah, of yeah. becoming an adult. Um, you have to you have to walk that fine line where being comforter and say, hey, everything's going to be okay, but also being realistic. Like, listen, you need to wash your hands. You need to not go out. You you know, explain. I would imagine a 13-year-old could receive that better than a 7-year-old or a 4-year-old. Right, 4-year-olds right. going to be like, ah, like yeah, just running she, around. She doesn't, could care less. Doesn't know what's going on. Uh, Dan is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Dan. Hey, Mark. Thank you for the call. My pleasure, buddy. What up? Uh, so I uh, have a work shed out back of my house. And I uh, was varnishing some furniture last night. I left the door open so it would, uh, you know, dry thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And they let us off from work early today. I came home about 4.30. So I head out to the barn to check on my uh, paint job. And as I'm nearing the barn, I think I hear a dog trapped uh, whimpering. Oh, no. But as I open the door... Which was closed. Maybe the first coronavirus baby was uh, conceived in Dan's barn. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. Come here a minute. I want to talk. How you holding up, brother? I'm good. Remember that doctor I used to date? Yes. Faressa. So I just texted her a minute ago and I said, Are you going to listen to the show? And she said, No, I just bought a Harley and I'm riding it home. Oh wow! I think Harley is shutting down. uh, Harley is shutting (laughs) down production. I believe Deb Green. I think I heard that in the morning news today. See, it's times like this, uh, Longoria Russ. I'm sorry. It's times like this, Russ, that I really wish you had stayed with that doctor. Like I would feel a lot better about your situation if you were still dating the doctor, especially during these the coronavirus outbreak. Have access to kits. Exactly. Exactly. Testing kits, masks, gels of certain types. But I would have. I would of all the women you've dated over the years on the show, you should have stuck with that doctor for for many yeah, reasons. You're right. You're right. I can just picture her in a like black biker jacket jacket with a stethoscope. Again, Russ, <laughs> Russ, the, the, the Harley is separate from the issue. Stethoscopes, plastic gloves, masks, hand sanitizer, testing kits. Doctors have never been more desirable than they are right now. Call her up and ask her out on a date. Take her to the drive-through window at Taco Bell. Family Dollar's still open? I think Family Dollar's still open. All right, we're going to come back with more of your calls. What are you telling your kids about coronavirus, COVID-19? 404-872-0750-1800-972-8255. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show.
listen to Mark Aram and Atlanta's news, weather, and traffic on the WSB Radio app or on your smart speaker. Tell your Amazon Echo, Google Home, or HomePod, play 95.5 WSB, and depend on it. Coronavirus coverage continues with the Mark Aram Show with you for another 35 minutes. 404-872-0750-1-800-972-8255. How are you treating the coronavirus with your kids? They've got to be wondering what's going on. Why are mom and dad at home all the time? Why can't I have friends over? Why am I not going to school? How are you telling your kids what's going on in the world right now? Mark joins us in Marietta. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, buddy? How Excellent. you doing? Excellent. What's going on? I don't know if my story will be as exciting as the woodshed guy, but you know, I'll try. <laughs> that's a that's a high bar to, to pass. It, it really is. So, um, you know, I'm going to have to ask a favor of the uh, the the voice of reason of Atlanta radio. My okay. my 14 year old daughter actually is listening right now, and she is showing me one little Snapchat thing after another of all of her friends hanging out. And we're not letting her go. It is brutal. Well, um, you're in a tough spot, but you are the parent, so you have to you have to stay firm on this. If she's showing you Snapchat videos, I would go on YouTube and find um, videos of Italy of them hauling out uh, dead bodies from the apartments. Now, Italy oh, just passed one. China as the most deaths. I mean, we don't really know what the numbers are coming out of China, but it's so bad in Italy that the funeral homes are closed. They can't take any more bodies. And the crematories now, I mean, you don't have to get into this deep a detail with your 14-year-old, but the crematories oh, are now open 24-7. Deb Green. I just saw this video that came out of people that were living in Italy, and yeah. they said, we didn't take it seriously, and now they've lost family members and friends, and they're just like, this isn't a joke. Take yeah. it seriously. And I saw, I, I don't know, I can't confirm this, but at, you know, the, the party line has been, well, this only impacts elderly right it's the elderly but the average age of people dying because of coronavirus is now creeping down like the like my age group 46 is extremely vulnerable it turns out so it, it's just not it's just not the elderly that are dying uh you guys stand firm though make sure your uh, your daughter self-isolates and the beauty of the internet age is she can still hang out with her friends like when i was 14 i'd be on the phone with my friends non-stop and then my mom would pick up to call her her friends and you hear do 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 like, Mom, on the phone. <laughs> Get off the damn phone, Mark. My mom had a southern accent. All the yeah. Time. <laughs> wow. But, I mean, you can you can FaceTime. You can Snapchat. You can do whatever the kids are doing. Uh, but, yeah, definitely stand firm. Your daughter's safety is uh, number one importance. Dave's in McDonough. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey. I uh, Thanks for taking my call, by the way. My pleasure. Uh, you know, I'm, well, actually, my kids are all grown and gone and out of the house, so I don't have to worry about any of that. But uh, I've been calling about the toilet paper issue. Yes. Ten years ago, I had a bidet installed on my toilet. Game changer right there. I don't even need toilet paper. Yeah, well, I mean, you still like to dry off, right? Don't you dry off? I had the Toto toilet when I was in Japan. It was it was a life changer. It's fantastic. I still dried off, though. Like, they still have toilet paper in Japan, even though they have the shooting up. Still want to dry off before you put the undergarments back on, Longoria. All right, I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, we'll come back with more of your calls. How are you handling coronavirus when it comes to your kids? What are you telling them about what's going on in the world right now? They've got to be 
questioning existence. What is going on? Why are you here? Why can't I go to school? 404-872-0750-1-800-972-8255 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 737 in Atlanta. We're broadcasting live in Tulsa, Dayton, Jacksonville, and Orlando at Athens as well. Hope you guys are all holding up well. Don't forget, you can listen to your favorite local station even when you're at home. Just use your smart speaker or your radio app on your smartphone. Uh, I don't know if I'm jealous of the people that have to stay at home. Or I'm happy that I get to come to work. I mean, it's kind of nice that you don't actually have to put on real pants and drive anywhere. Like, that part of it's nice. But then you can't go anywhere else. And if you do have kids, they're probably distracted by you. But being at home, like all the people that are working from home, right? And I feel feel for you. I know you're going stir crazy. But that typically has been my perfect vacation where I don't leave the house. I order takeout food all day. I binge watch Game of Thrones. I, a couple years ago, I went Sounds to like De- heaven. I went to Destin, Florida, for vacation by myself. Destin, a beautiful little, yeah. uh, and I got a I got a nice hotel room, and I would go to the beach for like thirty minutes a day. <laughs> thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. <laughs> That's not even worth putting your bathing suit on. And that was no. fine. It was enough. Enough right. to sweat. It was enough. It. Yeah, I'd go to the beach for thirty minutes. <laughs> I know. Here, here was my routine. I would wake up, order room service breakfast, yeah. get the breakfast delivered. I'd binge watch uh, an episode or two of Game of Thrones, go to the beach for 30 minutes, come back, take a nap, wake up, order room service lunch, <laughs> binge watch some more Game of Thrones. I would go down to the the, the fancy restaurant for dinner, yeah. come back, binge watch Game of Thrones. I did that for a week. You could have done that at your house. But I didn't get to, I could go to the beach and room service. <laughs> yeah, There's no room service. Well, how long did you go? Like the whole week amount of time was what, what, three hours? On the beach, actually? Yeah. Yeah, more. I, w- I think after, like, it's, I'd go out and see the sunset. You could just go out to your creek in the back of your house. <laughs> I could do that. Same thing. You, yeah. can't, you can't see the sunset. But so anyway, oh, yes. I've had whole vacations like what, what folks are yes. doing at home right now. So I'm, I'm a little bit jealous. But then I'm like, well, I, I get to go out and interact with the world. So I get it, but I don't know. I would like to but try But they're actually it doing work. They're not just Understood. home you know, Understood. watching Netflix. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Strolling to the that, beach. That is great. Good but, point. You know. And there's no room. But, to, but just to order takeout food all day. Well, yeah, that would be in nice. your pajamas. Fantastic. Um, anyway, we're continuing our coronavirus coverage. How are you uh, dealing with this with your children? Because they've got to be asking questions now. We're in, I don't know, a month of the coronavirus coverage and now a full week of basically being locked at home. Uh, how are you handling this with your kids? 404-872-0750, uh, Teresa joined us on the program. Hello, Teresa. Hello. I was just going to let you know about uh, something I heard today. My foster mother told me that uh, in Germany they're having the same problem with the uh, toilet paper. No kidding. Yep. And she says, well, she remembers when we used to, she used to use a, uh, uh, newspaper. Oh, it's and never just, come to that. Uh, and just leave the brand on your free. Oh, the comic page. You used to, you used to use the or comics. The, or the old Sears and Roebuck. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, those are back uh, uh, Depression era, but I hopefully we're not in the second Depression. That would be, I would think the Germans would be more rigid and not 
hoard, I you know? I think Europe got hit just as fast yeah. as anywhere because um, our family in England has experienced the same thing, too. Really? Yeah, stores are empty. So it's not just Americans that yeah. are going out and no, hoarding it's all everybody. The... That makes yeah. me feel better, then, about our place in There's the world. There's no toilet paper anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Again, how quickly the world changes. Like a month ago, you could have you could have had as much toilet paper and hand sanitizer as you wanted. You could have bathed in hand sanitizer, and now you can't find it anywhere. I went to Ace Hardware today. I was like, oh, Ace Hardware. I actually had to get a new toilet seat, uh, which it doesn't surprise loyal listeners to show. And I was like, you got any hand sanitizer? And he's like, nope. I'm like, you got any masks? Nope. So, yeah, even Ace Hardware store is out of all of the essentials. Uh, Tom joins us in Canton. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Doing great. And you? Excellent. What's going on? they in paradise. You know, uh, two for you quick. Uh, number one, my uh, grandchildren. They were complaining because they having to stay inside all the time. And I told uh, one of them, asked some question. I said, well, some bad person done some bad stuff, and now we're making everybody sick. And we got to stay in so we don't get sick or make everybody else sick. That's that's very smart of you to put it that way. So when I was a kid, I don't know how, how old are you, Tom? Just turned 61. So when you were a kid and when I was a kid... It would have been torture to be stuck at home all week, right? I mean, it would have been fine not going to school as long as I can go play in the woods and play stickball and kickball and all that stuff. But I would have been stir-crazy because when I was growing up, there was no internet. We didn't have VCR. We didn't have a cable, cable TV. It was board games and books and puzzles. That would have, that would have been the extent of the entertainment in the house. And uh, if I couldn't have left the house, I remember like one summer it rained for like two straight weeks in connecticut and i couldn't leave the house all my baseball games were canceled it, it was like torture at least kids this the these days can have some sort of entertainment and they're kind of uh, used to not leaving the house right the is that stereotypical that a, a kid in 2020 is not going down i don't think they went out as much as we did oh no you know what i mean my mom would literally be for... like don't come home till dinner time yeah yeah get out of here well chuck grew up in montana i did i need montana music here um I, and, and surprise so i grew up in connecticut and you grew up on montana after you did your chores i'm yep. sure you had chores oh, yeah. uh your mom would be like until you hear the dinner bell oh yeah she would lock us out yeah she would she would she would feed <laughs> us early lunch and yeah, she yeah. would legit lock, lock the front out. door and be like go play come back when you hear me whistle please t- oh you didn't have i was gonna like please tell me you had really had a dinner bell that your mom would be like, no, w- no. my mom would whistle. We okay. had to stay within whistling distance. Oh, we knew what that was nice. from the house, and that's our area to play. I picture she would go to the edge of the uh, the ravine where you yeah, and be like low T the triangle. It was it was kind of like that. It was kind of like I love. We had a very similar childhood. I can see. Jenny is in Carrollton. Jenny, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. Good. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Good. So I have four kids. They're age 13, 15, 17, and 19. Say the ages again. 13, 14, 13, 17, and 19. 13, 15, 17, 19. True okay. stair-steppers. All right. So they're they're old enough to know pretty much what's going on right now, right? Well, absolutely. The 13, 15, and the 19-year-old, um, they're taking it in stride. But the 17-year-old is a senior, and um, these kids who are seniors, they, they their first year of school was during 9-11. Oh, my And goodness. now they don't get prom. They don't get graduation. They don't get to be, you know, seniors. So um, no prom, no graduation. Like the whole senior year, they're losing back half of their senior year. Exactly. And so that's something they're going to remember for that. That is a seminal moment, as you say. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember when I was a senior in high school, I don't know if you guys had this, uh, like the senior outing, senior picnic or whatever. Did you guys have that in your high school, Deb Green? We had no. senior skip day. Okay, yeah, that's what we had. Yeah, skip yeah we had day. Yeah. Skip you didn't have day. like a senior a senior picnic or barbecue or something. No, so the town was too small. We had it. It was like it was like Montana. Everything was barbecue. <laughs> sure, that's true. But this was like a big thing. It was like a week before graduation, or whatever, and it was like they had a state park and they would, they would barbecue hot dogs and hamburgers and we'd play volleyball and go swimming. Like it was just it, it was an event that everyone looked forward to, and I didn't miss it because of coronavirus or anything. But it was the same day as our. Uh, playoff game in baseball we were in the state semifinals and it, it was scheduled the same day as our senior and to this day I, i'm like upset that i missed did the, you miss that the senior cookout like i didn't miss the prom or the graduation or anything how'd the baseball game turn out we lost oh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. yeah. That's even but worse. i didn't pitch that's why we lost oh, okay. i got us into the semifinals and then and then and we lost so i didn't even play in the game actually i could have skipped oh the yeah game you should have you know what? If you're a pitcher and you're not in the rotation, I think yeah. you get the day off. But I remember coming to school the next day. It was probably on a Friday, so coming in on Monday, and I was like, oh, you missed the greatest time ever. <laughs> That's the last you thing you want to hear. Oh, my God. We had an epic tug of war, and, <laughs> and we uh, Charlie brought in some beers. We, we did we drank. Days. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so I can only imagine what seniors in high school, seniors in college, they're done. They're ready. They're over. They want the real world. Uh, but a senior in high school, to savor that and to miss that, yeah. that just whole senioritis thing where you rule oh yeah it was fun in the spring that's yeah. your last chance to be a kid really basically yes. before the real world smacks you in the face real world smacks you in the face jay's in dallas jay welcome to the mark aram show what's going on buddy hey mark how are you today excellent what's cooking hey man i'm an investor so I, the reason why i'm calling is that i'm an investor so i stopped at the quick trip on noon in, in georgia mm-hmm. and i've seen all massive amounts of cars there so I said, oh, I, yeah, I put on my mask, grabbed me a glove. Cause I said, wow. I walked in there, and what I saw was horrifying, man. It was just severely horrifying. There were people touching the donuts with their bare hands. Oh. There were elderly people in there over the age of 80 just walking in there. They were in within six inches from each other. There were a few people coughing in there. They were cross-contaminating the whole store. So I walked outside, got my Clorox, wiped down the gas station, and the attendant was out there wiping it down. Now, they're doing the best they can. I see them running around. Sure. But you can't clean behind that massive amount of people with that much cross-contamination. I'm, I'm a medic. I'm out of the military. I have a medical background. I worked in a lab. And what I saw there is horrifying. I did take pictures and reached out to the corporate office at racetrack. One of the, However, one of the things I've, I've noticed, and I appreciate the call, Jay. That's some good info. Every time I drive, like, everything is a ghost town. The Waffle House I go to, they got a big handwritten sign that says, two-go orders only now. Uh, everything's dead. Parking lots are dead. Every time I drive by my neighborhood quick trip, that place is bumping. Like, they, that's like the general store of 2020, right? People go there for everything. And I love quick trip. I really love quick trip. But I thought to myself, driving in today, I'm like, well, I want to get a little snack. I decided to go to Arby's. Uh, simply because Quick Trip is true jam, but I'm like, you, normally I would go to our, to Quick Trip and they've got the like the roller grill set up with the hot dogs and the corn dogs and the taquitos. And normally I love those things. I'll get like, I'll pull an ale wine and grab like six of them. But I'm like, I'm not getting anything off that roller grill right now. And it's no uh, reflection on Quick Trip, but it's just the environment we're in that people could be touching those, you know. Yeah, you don't know who grabbed one and decided, nah, let me get something else yeah. instead. Yeah, like a month ago, that would have been okay. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But now I'm like, I, uh, I, I would imagine, I would hope anyway, that the roller grill sales are going down. 
Now, the QT Kitchen, where they make the stuff fresh for you, thats I still have confidence in that. But I'm not getting a hot dog off the roller grill anywhere, not just Quick Trip. But kudos to Quick Trip for being the uh, general store of the uh, coronavirus COVID-19 outbreak, taking care of people and really clean bathrooms. Uh, we'll come back, uh, finish up with your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-972-8255, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show, Shelly Winter waiting in the wings to keep you entertained and informed. Uh, Matt joins us in St. Augustine, Florida, one of my favorite places. How you doing, Matt? Oh, you know, we're doing well. Uh, Jacksonville closed their beaches and ours are still open. Oh, that's good um, news. Look, I, you know, earlier you asked a question, what are you telling your kids? Um, and... Well, I think we've been really honest with our kids about what this virus is and how it uh, how it uh, can manifest itself, and you know things to be careful of. But we went to we went we wanted to be very specific, and we wanted to tell them that you know God works through everything in everything through us for His glory. And when when we started talking about it from that perspective, my kids have taken part of their you know we're on spring break, and now we're going to be out of school till the fifteenth. And they've decided that one of the things that we can do to serve our neighbors is to help clean up the neighborhood. Oh, that's a great uh, they idea. Out, they went out today, and I was at work all day, and they sent me a picture. They picked up six bags of garbage just walking up and down streets and picking stuff up and going out to the field near our neighborhood. And, and I think that's something that, you know, a lot of folks are missing out on. This is a great opportunity because you have to spend time in your house or near your house to get to know your neighbors and to do something for them and expect nothing 100%. in return. 100%. Matt, you're a, the- a great dad, my friend. That's a heartwarming story. I love that. Chris is in Richmond, Virginia. Chris, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. What's on your mind, my friend? Yeah, so um, my household's about to change. I have a uh, 14-year-old and a 16-year-old at home. But I'm actually driving from Alpharetta up to New York City right now to pick up my oldest son and daughter-in-law. Uh, she's immunosuppressed, and the, they had the first COVID case in their building. Oh, no. So we're, yeah, so we're just trying to get them out of New York. So I left Atlanta about 1230 today. And uh, so, so starting tomorrow, you know, by the time we get back to Alpharetta, we'll be on shutdown completely, you know. Are you, going up, are you going up I-95 or are you going the back way? I'm I-95 right now. I don't think uh, I know the back way. I how's, that that can be a tough one. But I guess I guess I would imagine traffic volume is light. I'm, I'm going into traffic reporter mode right now. I-95 can be a bear going up that northeast corridor. Yeah, I haven't had any traffic yet. That's You're good. right. It's been, pr- it's been pretty uh, pretty smooth ride so far. Are you just going to uh, grab grab them, turn around, or what are you going to do? That's exactly right. They are, they're sleeping currently, so when we get in the car at about 1.30 a.m., we'll just swing around. I'll crawl in the back and sleep for a few hours, and they'll drive us back through. So. Well, listen, Chris, good luck, and uh, check back in on Monday. I want to know how it, how it turned out for you, okay? Yeah, I will. I'll give you guys a call. Well, that's a, look at that. Two great dads back-to-back. I hope you're taking notes, Longoria. I wasn't listening uh, exactly. at all. I have no idea what <laughs> Nancy's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Nancy, what's going on? Oh, hey, I want to thank you for such a great show. And I just want to say, you know, kids today are so smart. And we're facing a a double whammy. Our grandson, who's 13, was diagnosed with leukemia January the 17th. And so we're going down to Eggleston or Children's of Atlanta Mm -hmm. quite a bit. But, you know, 
he's so smart with the questions he asks the doctors and the nurses. And, you know, I think you have, this is just a good time to teach kids, you know, how to help others. That's yeah. what I was thinking too about picking that's, up the trash. The I had already lining. mentioned that. That's the yeah. silver lining that you can, this can be a teachable moment. I'm sorry we got to run, Nancy. We got to give away star of the show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? All of us get one and Alex Williams because he kind of knew what the food was. Not really. Not really. He said capers were kind of like a pea, <laughs> which is closer than I thought he would get. Uh, we will continue the conversation civilly, I hope, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Uh, Shelly Winters next. We're back live next week in studio. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.